0: Last night was the second time in five days that the Hurricanes more than doubled their opponents' shots on goal, and they still lost. What just went wrong for the Hurricanes in this game? Find out in today's episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, the daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey there, KDX. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Friday afternoon. Now, Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes were taking on the Dallas Stars at home. This was a game where, you know, I previewed it with Dane Lewis from Locked On Stars, and we figured, you know, this would be a tough one for Dallas, you know, playing on the road, the Hurricanes being so dominant at home. You can obviously go listen to that preview, but, you know, Dane, he honestly predicted extra hockey, and that's what we got, the... This game ended in a shootout, uh, favoring the Dallas Stars. Dallas won 4-3. to And like I said, this was the second time in just five days that the Hurricanes more than doubled their opponent's shots on goal in the game and still lost. This happened against the New York Rangers the other day, and it happened again last night with the final shot counter being that of 47 for Carolina and 15 for Dallas. And early on in the first period it was really really rough. It was 18 to 4 at the end of the first period and again obviously throughout the game the Hurricanes dominated in that category. Second period being 16 to 5, third being 9 to 6, overtime period being 4 to nothing. And, you know, we can obviously chalk part of that up to being in favor of Scott Wedgwood for Dallas. He was on fire last night, very much like against the Rangers with Alex Gorgia. Just on fire. So, you know, you can throw pucks at the net all day long, but if, you know, the goaltender's hot, the goaltender's hot, and, yeah, you know, last night he was. So, you do have to chalk some of that up you know, to their goaltending. But it's not for a lack of the Hurricanes not generating chances or anything like that because they absolutely did in this game. Heck, in the first period alone, I believe, Gorgia, or not Gorgia, excuse me, uh, Wedgwood, he faced, like, 17 high-danger chances or something like that. Yeah, so it was... 17 high danger chances over the course of 65 minutes so yeah it, it wasn't like the hurricanes weren't getting chances because they absolutely were and because that had been a problem for a little bit of they just weren't generating quality chances and wedgwoods a big reason of why this game didn't get super super out of hand in favor of the hurricanes end up being up like six to one or something like that. And so you do have to chalk up to that, but I do wish, you know, we were seeing some more from some of the other guys on the Hurricanes because, you know, the Hurricanes, again, pretty much dominated the game and made Dallas play the game that they wanted to. But, you know, you look at the Hurricanes offense, it was really Nino Niederreiter and Brady Shea, putting the team on their back, and you know Nino had two goals on the night. Brady Shea had assists on both of them, and yeah, it was just really just they, those guys putting the team on their back. Vincent Trocheck also notched a goal as well, and so it's not like again guys weren't doing anything, and weren't shooting the puck because they absolutely were. Again, look at that shot total. They were obviously shooting. But it's just one of those frustrating games. But again, it's not like the effort wasn't there, which is something that I do feel people are kind of losing losing sight of. I, I feel that people are just seeing the shot total and the fact that we lost. I feel that's what a lot of people are just seeing there. They're just seeing the loss and how much we outshot our opponent. They're not considering the fact that we made Dallas play the game that we wanted to play. And we did, other than the final score, everything right. It's not like we played a crap game or anything. This was a sentiment echoed by Rod Brendamore in postgame. He was asked about that. He said that that he doesn't know if he's seen a better game in 20 years of being here and that they were doing everything they're trying to do. And I feel that the a lot of this, you know, this game and the Rangers game, a lot of it can be brought down to puck luck. Yes, the Rangers game was a bit worse than this, but this game especially, it's almost like we just didn't have that puck luck on our side in this game because we're again we were doing everything right um my one gripe with this game was the way dallas responded to us getting the lead and we'll talk more about that right after this quick break it's that time of the year where pretty much everyone's given up on their new year's resolution of getting fit and eating healthy and springtime is here so if your new year's resolution was about getting fit and eating healthy and you're wanting to get your summer body in check built bar is here to help you out with that built bar is of course the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar all the flavors are covered in 100% chocolate and are high protein high fiber low calorie and low carb most built bars contain only 130 calories 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, along with 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Built Bar is here to help. And with flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and many, many more, along with new limited time flavors coming in and out of the lineup all the time, there is going to be something for everyone. So right now, you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, before we dive more into the good and bad from this game, this game was also Max Domi's debut for the Hurricanes. He was sliding in down on the fourth line with Jesperi Kotanyumi and Derek Stepan. Stephen Lawrence was healthy scratch for this game. And I know some people were upset about that with uh, Lawrence getting scratched. But like I've said, you know, I, this was an interesting trade. And the fact of no one on the Hurricanes' main roster got moved. So, yeah, guys are going to say, and it's going to hurt people's feelings. But it's going to happen. And... It's just something that we're going to have to realize and deal with that, all right, you know, we got another guy on our roster, and that means another guy's going to sit. So we're just going to have to deal with that, you know, going through the rest of the season and postseason as well. But I do think, you know, come postseason time, you know, having that extra guy there on the Hurricanes roster. Will help us out. You know, it's not like, you know, we're nothing against the guys in Chicago that we've called up. They've all played well for us, but they're AHL guys. Now we have, you know, extra NHL guys already on our roster. So come playoff time, that'll benefit the Hurricanes. But he played well in this game. Not outstanding or anything like that, but he had a good game. I think, you know, he was in a good spot there down the fourth line really because, you know, him and Derek's up on, you know, having played together before in Arizona, having some chemistry there, I think that was the best place for him, and he's obviously going to move up in the lineup, it's just a matter of when, not if, but we'll just have to take that game by game of when that happens, but, you know, when it comes to good, you know, obviously Domi had a pretty good game, Freddie made some really good saves, and, as I mentioned, Nino Niederreiter and Brady Shea really putting the team on their back and really giving them a chance to win this game because they were they had Wedgwood figured out in this game. They absolutely did. Yeah, Trocek you know, got one by as well, but Nino and Brady, they were on a different level tonight, or last night, I should say. But, yeah, those guys, they were outstanding. But my big issue with this game, because like I said, the Hurricanes really did everything right with the exception of how they responded to getting the leads. That was my main complaint because when they got that first lead, it only lasted 60 seconds. Second lead, even less at 59 seconds. So uh, that was honestly probably the most frustrating part of it because especially with the second one i can maybe let the first one slide of dallas just kind of catching you off guard or or whatever but the second one really annoyed me and made me mad because i'm just like how they already got you with this once and now they got it got you with it again that really really frustrated me because like how were you not ready for something like that you already know they did it to you once so why wouldn't they try it again it already worked so that was frustrating there it it, i don't know how to really chalk that up of dallas really just coming out with some fire or or what it almost feels like the hurricanes like Trip Tracy said on the radio broadcast that they took a breath and then Dallas took advantage of the Hurricanes taking that breath after they got the lead and look where it got them. Their lead lasted a minute and then less than a minute. So that was very frustrating there. And I... I, I think that's really going to have to be something they work on, you know, come next game. I hope that that was just something it just happened, yeah, it it just one of those things, and you know, puck luck was on Dallas's side in this game and not on ours. Hopefully, it's just a situation of like that. I don't think that'll be an issue, you know, come later on, you know, down this stretch of the season into the playoffs. I don't think that'll be an issue, but it's something I do want the Hurricanes to be mindful of. You know, Don't take that breath as soon as you get the lead, especially if it's in such a tightly contested game like this against a team that knows you well. I think that you know, that was something that I, I saw some people talking about, but not a lot. Uh, this team was division foes last year they played each other eight times they know each other well and it's still you know there's definitely still some bad blood there you could definitely look to the Brett Pesci and Nemesikov situation there uh and you know it's something that I feel we may have gotten a bit overlooked in uh, heading into this game because, yeah, there's turnover, and both teams got new guys out there on the ice. But as a whole, we know how Dallas is going to play. They know how we're going to play. And they took advantage of those situations. They absolutely did. And I feel that... You know, obviously the season series is done now, and you know we just got to move on to the next to the next game. And yeah, it, it it's it's a frustrating loss, but again, it's a loss that we didn't play like crap, and we did almost everything right. And folks need to remember that it's not like we went out there and played a crap game. This was not a crap game for the Hurricanes. They played really, really well. Puck luck was not on our side. And we took a breath. And we can't do that because a team, especially like Dallas, that knows us well, is going to take advantage of that. Now, my three stars of the game. I think, you know, third star is one where I struggled a little bit yeah you know, I kind of just decided to give it to Vincent Trocheck you know, he he had it, it was between Trocheck and Freddie. It's between those two guys and uh, you know I decided yeah, you know, we'll give it to Vincent Trocheck. he he he's one of the guys that you know helped keep us in this game and you know so but the first two stars, those were the ones that were really easy for me. Brady Shea's second star of the game for me. He you know had two assists, was absolutely, you know, awesome in this game. He was. And then first star, really no surprise here is Nino Rider scoring two goals for us in this game. And like I said, Nino and Brady really just putting the team on their back. And you know, really just keeping us in this game, giving us chances to win, and one thing I didn't mention was Vincent Trocek's goal being a power play goal, and this is something you do like to see of our power play really getting back to it. It struggled for a little bit. Now it's getting back to where it needs to be, and the shootout was, you know, was what it was, and, you know, I do wish that you know we obviously you know, could have kept it going but you know Tyler Sagan you know, he's a hell of a player and he got the game winning goal for Dallas. So you know all we can do now is yeah you know, hey we played a good game let's focus on the positive from this heading into tomorrow against St. Louis. but what do we need to really do in that game? We'll talk about that right after this quick break. It's that time of the year, and college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. Folks, we're in North Carolina. We all know just how big of a deal the March Madness tournament is. Whether you are a UNC fan, Duke fan, NC State fan, Wake Forest, whoever, you know just how big of a deal this tournament is. It's on every TV across the state, whether it's a home, a restaurant, a school, whatever. We know how big of a deal it is, and BetOnline.net has you covered from the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. There's a lot of games going on right now, and BetOnline.net has you covered. And of course, it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs including live betting and your favorite casino games and of course your Carolina Hurricanes games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now what do we need to do heading into tomorrow's game against the St. Louis Blues? We're heading into arguably the toughest little stretch we have for the rest of the season. We have St. Louis on Saturday, Washington on Monday, and then Tampa on Tuesday. All of these games on the road. So I think that we are really going to have to be on our A game in this game because St. Louis, they're third place in the Central Division. They're having a good season there, and We need to continue to generate chances like we have been. The hurricanes, that have been an issue for a little bit. And now, you know, we're getting to that point where we're able to generate the chances. Just pike luck has not been on our side. That's not necessarily something you can control. Uh, You can just kind of hope that it's on your side there. But... Make sure that the chances you are generating are good ones. Yeah, like with this game against Dallas. Yeah, it wasn't for you know lack of good chances. It wasn't like it was you know forty-seven shots on goal and you know only four of them were good or something like that. Yeah, no, they had seventeen high-danger chances. So I think that. The Hurricanes need to continue to build off of that. And, you know, let's, you know, one, keep Nino Niederreiter and Brady Shea on the ice together, for sure. Because they were definitely on the same wavelength in this game against Dallas. But, you know, I think that the big thing is, you know, whenever you get a lead, don't take your foot off the gas. You know, it, it, you can take your breath when it's that little break uh, before the puck drives. You can take your breath in. You, know, you can s- score and be like, got the lead. All right, let's go back to it. And don't take your foot off the gas. That's my main thing. Yeah, but it, Because the Hurricanes, they forced Dallas to play the, the game that they wanted them to play. Do that against St. Louis. And... Like I said, don't take your foot off the gas. That's the big thing for me. Don't do that. If you can play the type of game that you played here against Dallas and you know work on that one little issue that you had of you know taking a breath, you do that, you're definitely coming away with frankly wins in all three of these games st louis washington and tampa so i think that they are going to have to be ready to bring some physicality to this game and don't be afraid to throw your weight around i I think that that's really going to be something that the hurricanes need to do especially in washington and tampa for sure but go ahead and start doing it here in this game against st louis and just throw your weight around, exert your will, and, again, force St. Louis to play the game that you want them to play. They can do that. I think they'll be fine. We'll obviously talk more about that game tomorrow uh, in a quick preview, but we will just have to look at this game against Dallas and realize... Hey, this wasn't a dud. We played a good game. That's the biggest thing I can stress to you guys with this game. We played a good game. You know, Don't act like this is the end of the world. Don't act like this was the downfall of the hurricanes or anything like that. Don't act like that. We played a good game. And let's build off of that heading into st louis i know it was a national broadcast and we lost another national broadcast game i get it but again with this game we played a good game if you want to talk about that national broadcast curse most of those games i we played like absolute dog crap we did but this game we did not so just relax let's move on to st louis in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the afternoon. And now that you've made Locked On Hurricanes your first listen, go make Locked On Fantasy Hockey your second. Host Steel Rodin and Flip Livingstone. Help you become the expert of your fantasy league. is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow when we preview the game against the St. Louis Blues.